The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment what's up everybody we hope everybody had a great weekend and we're happy to be back we got a great show for you today before we get started let me introduce everybody starting with saying hello to the cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell hi james it's so nice to see you again oh james it's such a pleasure to be with you again james how are you james are you okay james i'm fabulous and we got you look fabulous in your little pink fairy shirt with your little flamingos flamingos. she's got little she has plastic flamingo earrings that go with it but he didn't want to wear them today it's too dressy yeah my ears holes closed up so i have to like get his hole closed up but it's true Closed up from then we da- got the man damage. The- damage closed up his hole. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What happened to Ron? What do you mean? What happened? I already to me? introduced him. He comes in all nice and soft today, huh? Well, and that lovey. wasn't really soft. Because, no. you know, I got class, you know? I got class. And I got class. And when I got class, you know, I do class. I do class good, you know? Nice shirts, so, you yeah. two. Nice now, shirts. I have parrots on my shirt, mm-hmm. but no one's able to see their parrots. From it here, it looks like, like you spilled paint on your shoulders. Got it, but... Uh. I know that, <laughs> and it's a, it's, a, it's the nicest shirt because tropical shirts are in, folks. Palm trees are very big. Parrots are super big in your shirts and all kinds of things. Surfboards, little boys on surfboards, surfing, girls in bathing suits, holding, like up, little high, high holding up a big beach ball. All that crap from the 1940s or 50s is back. So I thought, let's do parrots. But it looks like somebody shot the parrots and their blood stains. <laughs> there you go. And like the parrots were on on the tree <laughs> right. branches here, and somebody shot the two parrots on my shoulder. You guys are styling. Anyway, so before we get started, let's do some shout-outs for the chat room. What's up, chat room? Hope everybody's doing well. We want to say hi to Iris Ginger from Belgium. And who else? We've got Iris, Iris Haliez from... Uh, Germany. Oh my God! I almost had a brain fart there. What am I doing? We got Illy from Estonia. Zar Drew, what's up? We've got Goddess in the chat room. We got Dave from Stars Now. Dave Hughes from the UK. What's up, everybody? Um, we're gonna have a fun show today, and thanks so much for joining us in the chat room. Now, before we go a moment further, Goddess, all this time you were pregnant and you never told us, and you had a baby, and the what? baby is beautiful. So, Goddess, what's going on? You think on? that was really her baby? Well, I hope it's not my baby. With I know, her. But maybe it was like she was holding somebody's baby. Maybe no, it's I think it might baby. be my child. <laughs> <laughs> so, Goddess, let us know who the goddess, father is. Goddess, yes. Is that really your baby, Goddess? Well, is she in the chat room? She, I think, yes, she's in the chat room. Goddess, answer us before we beat the shit out of you. <laughs> 
God and is. And you were making comments about whoever was in the picture with her. Oh, cute guy. If that's her boyfriend, he's really cute. You know, throwing that over that one, uh, God is. He's good looking. There you go. Mm-mm-mm. And if he made the baby with you, the two of you would have a gorgeous child. Are you going to name it Ron? <laughs> Where's Goddess? She's hiding. Uh, Where'd I don't know. she go? She's, not in, she's, not, she's there, but she's not answering anything. She's not answering. She said hi to Dave, and she said hi to everybody. Okay, Goddess. So it's a secret. You and got- now they're all saying congratulations to her in the chat room. So we no, don't know if it's real no, or not. She's embarrassed. The cute guy knocked her up. She had a baby, and now she's ashamed to say she's a mother. Now it's, it, it says, thank you. She's my great-great-niece, and she's my great-nephew's daughter. Who's the hunk next that to That was you? probably her great-nephew. Oh. 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 Well, he was hot. <laughs> oh. So where, where did your nephew live, Goddess? <laughs> does he like older men? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, your niece is anyway, adorable. And Goddess, you look good with a baby, so maybe we could do something about that. I'm still young enough. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, God? God is. God is. I love you, Goddess, anyway. Even though you're not a mother. Her name is Sophia. Oh, Sophia. I love the name. Beautiful name. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a beautiful name, Sophia. Okay, so let's get on with the show. The bitch ain't pregnant, so who gives a shit? (laughs) All right, move it on. Let's go. Let's go. When she gets pregnant, we'll go back to her. There you go. Thanks, Goddess. Kisses to you, my sweet goddess. I love you. So, everybody, here's a cool thing that's going on. We want everybody to try to, uh, you know, participate. They're trying to redo the Golden Girls. Oh, we're going to really do that? <laughs> and uh, they're trying to redo the Golden Girls. And the guy who wrote it, his name is Stan Zimmerman, who I've been con- contacted and talking to back and forth. And he's got several other shows he's written. Two of them are up for Emmys right now. We're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks. Mm-mm. And so uh, we're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks. And right now he said there's a lot of people trying to uh, uh, that are reading the script for the Golden Girls things. But everybody's afraid of the gay content having a gay show with all gay characters and everything. And it's a little bit of a problem. Not me. I'm as gay as a lot. So he said try to go to Netflix. See if we can get net. We're going to see if we can get Netflix or Hulu to produce the show. And yeah. I want to play, the, uh, I guess, the part of Dorothy, but in a male version. And I guess instead of it being Ma, it'll be Pa. Now, I'm from Brooklyn. I have a Brooklyn accent. I'm a New Yorker, and I certainly have Dorothy's sense of humor and her sarcasm. So I could be good. Here we go. Pa, come on. What's wrong with you? You want more money, Pa? You keep stealing money out of my wallet. Knock it off. Now, if that's not Brooklyn, New York, what the fuck is and I think recently, like, they were talking about it on Howard Stern was talking about how they should do it and get everybody to do it. So there's a lot of people trying to get the well, show done. Well, it should be an all-gay cast because now we have black people on Broadway playing the part of, like, Marilyn Monroe, you know. So it's it's not like years ago where uh, uh, white people played Asians. No, and that's stuff. not the problem, having gay people play it. They're, having, <laughs> they're saying that they're having a, that, that everybody's – all the, the TV executives everywhere are having a problem about an all-gay show because, like, do they think straight people will watch it? Straight people will watch anything that's good. Okay, straight people are not stupid. I mean, you know, my mother and father were straight, and they weren't stupid. And if the show was good, my parents would watch it and get a kick out of it and laugh. So let's knock it off out there, producers. Let's give the audience a little more credit than they get. I mean, you know, we performers think the audiences are morons, that they'll pay $300 to see Bette Midler shake her tits and hello, Dolly. And that's like the ultimate thing. There are those that do. There are those that won't pay $300 to see Bette Midler shake her wrinkled old tits. All right? 
Anyway, so it's called choice. So you guys follow at Zimmerman Stan, Z-I-M-M-E-R-M-A-N-S-T-A-N. And in the weeks coming up, we'll see what we can do about trying to get the Golden Girls remade and getting and maybe and like Ron to be Dorothy. Well, I think I would I would like to read for the part. I'm certainly I certainly have her look. I mean, uh, B. I you know I met B. Arthur years ago at in Palm Springs when she was the uh, what do you call marshal in the in the Gay Pride Parade. She was the the Pride Parade's marshal, and um, she's quite a tall lady, and yeah, there was a similarity. She could have been related to me, you know, the the white hair, the the big face, the, the whatever. Goddess is also saying to tell Ron that he's going to take him to the Murray Show, which I don't know what that is. Oh, the Murray Show. That's to find they, out if he's the father of Sophia. <laughs> let's do that, Goddess. Let's do it as a goof. The Murray <laughs> Show is where they beat each other up. You know, the what's his name, Murray. Maury, Maury, oh, Maury, not Maury, you dumb oh. queen. Oh, he's such a dummy. <laughs> she wrote more Maury. Well, she's another dumb Maury queen. Maury Povich, right? She's another drag queen pretending to be a woman. We know all about <laughs> you, goddess. You're thinking Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, but no, the Morty Povich was the originator before Jerry Springer. Morty had the nut jobs beating each other up before anybody. Yeah, we should go on and say a 77-year-old gay, or I shouldn't say my age, gay man knocked up this beautiful young girl. I will be the envy of every old fart in America. There you go. You got to love it. (laughs) (laughs) Got to love it. Now we got to talk about something really special. Okay. You know, I had a lot of trouble with Doylestown Hospital. A few people remember. uh, They destroyed me with the bad surgery, Mm. blah, blah, blah. And I've had six surgeries since yesterday. I had a very minor surgery at Temple University Hospital in Center City, Philadelphia. Now, I've been to hospitals for a long time now because of my condition, which has been corrected by a genius, and he is my God, and I love him to death, and that's uh, Dr. The dog is on my wire. Brandy, get off my wire, honey. Excuse me, folks. My dog is sitting on my wire. All right. Uh, By my fabulous doctor, who everybody should see if they have a problem urinating, Um, he's a Master, he knows how to do surgeries that nobody else And his name is Dr. Dr. Metro. Michael. Michael. Michael Metro. He's an angel. He's got a bedside manner. I mean, I'm laying in the bed, ready to get knocked out, and he comes over and he hugs me while I'm laying there. Hi, Ron. How are you? Where the fuck do you find a doctor that hugs you? You're lucky they talk to you. Dr. Metro talks to you for hours. He draws diagrams of what he's doing. He just goes beyond what any other doctor does. And he's an an amazing man. I was talking to a young boy who was next to me. He's one of the, going to be a doctor, whatever the hell they call them, interns. And I said to him, you better model yourself after Dr. Mitro because he definitely should be the model for all doctors today. You know, doctors love the money, uh, but they forget that we are people. We're not uh, merchandise and don't treat us like merchandise. Anyway, I'm fine. I don't have any cancer tumors in my bladder, so we're okay. We're all happy about that. Temple University Hospital, from the moment you go in till you leave, you're treated like royalty. Um, When I mentioned to a doctor at the Doylestown Hospital, I said, how come you're not working in one of the better hospitals in Center City, like Jefferson, Temple, and what was the other one? Temple, Jefferson, and Penn. And Penn. They're one, they're the, people come from all over the world to go to these hospitals because they're learning hospitals, and they're the best in the country. 
like L.A. and New York, you know, hospitals. And he said to me, oh, it's a factory. It's in and out. And everybody's just, you know, like a factory. He's wrong. He went to Doylestown because it's a country club hospital. And it's a very nice hospital. And everybody in the hospital is blue eyed and blonde. Yeah, everyone, no matter where you look, blue-eyed and blonde. But when you go to Temple University, you're going to see, oh, my God, shocking, black people. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Spanish people, you see people, everything. People wearing kerchiefs on their head. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're going to see diversity. You're going to see the most wonderful people. I, we have a lot of black friends that we love and adore. But I've met new friends at Temple Hospital, the nurses who are black, they're administrating people, the admitted, admitting people, the best, the nicest. I hugged all of them. We became friends. They love me. I love them. Where do you go to find such wonderful people? Even people that wear kerchiefs. You don't come to Doylestown. <laughs> no. Even people who wear kerchiefs who are called Muslim, meet them. You'll change your opinion of Muslims. They're not all ISIS. They're not all mean people. Some of these Muslims. Actually, that's only a very small I mean, percentage. I have one there that's a doll. I, I want to just kidnap her and take her home and keep her here as my friend. So what I'm trying to say is city hospitals today are not what they were years ago. City hospitals today are beautiful. They're clean. And they have everybody in them. Even a gay guy in, uh, I was getting prepped. I love, I, can't, I won't give his name because he may get upset. But he's about six foot four, he's black, and he is a pisser, a riot. We were camping around the two of us. Everybody knows he's gay. They love him. They don't care. Doylestown Hospital, if you act gay, they throw you out. Absolutely. So you see, Temple University Hospital is going to be my hospital until the end of my time. And I would suggest to all of you out there, if you have a problem and you want superior work and you want to be checked and taken care of, like a good human being, go to Temple University. They're saying in the chat, they don't get how, like, anybody would go to become a nurse or a doctor and then, like, not be, be nice and compassionate because that's why you go well, into sometimes, those Well, sometimes when you work for a hospital like Doylestown Hospital, which is a private hospital, and like I said, everybody in it is blue-eyed and blonde. Uh, there, there are very few uh, minority or black people or uh, Hispanic people working at Doylestown Hospital. And I know a lot of people that pride themselves in saying, oh, I like going there. There's no you-know-who. It's all white. You know, that's not for me, honey. That's not for me. I mean, I only want to make out with Patti LaBelle, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. We are going to pride in new york city sunday and we're going to be guests of out magazine get out magazine get out magazine jimmy and i will be sitting there with our fabulous friend the wonderful reporter for the huffington post eileen shapiro, uh, shapiro. and the boy band project and the boy band that we project. had on two weeks ago right now patty labelle is going to be singing i'm killing myself i mean i love and adore patty labelle i worship her so i'm going to have to somehow try to sneak over there and like jump Patty LaBelle and get a, an interview out of her. <laughs> anyway. Or something, anything, I don't care. A lock of her hair, I'll pull her teeth out, I don't give a shit. But I love Patty LaBelle. Love, 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 love Patty LaBelle. Now, if Patty LaBelle went to Doylestown Hospital, she'd turn around and walk out and say, Take me to Temple. She'd say, Right, not <laughs> driver. For, not for me, honey. There's driver, no, take no me brothers to and sisters here, baby. Take me out of here. There ain't no sisters here. So, Chad. What's funny, i got to tell you a quick story. Oh, okay. 
they're pushing my gurney down the hallway 100 miles an hour. And a black girl backs out of a doorway with an enormous ass. I mean, she had buns enough for days. And we almost hit her in the buns. Next to her is this gorgeous, tall, handsome guy, young fella. And, and she, we said, oh, beep, beep, move over. I said, honey, you don't want us to hit those buns because then that cute guy is going to have to kiss your ass and make the boo-boo better. Well, she went hysterical <laughs> laughing. And I said, darling, you sure got a pair of buns. I mean, she had buns and they went across the hallway. How could you not? miss them but that's the kind of people that are there they laugh they have fun i mean one of the doctors in the operating room i i made a joke i said listen when you make my dick 14 inches what am i going to do with it i'm going to have to get a sling to hold it and one of the doctors yelled out oh don't buy one i'll loan you one of mine now i mean you know that's great where do you get that kind of humor and that kind of fun Anyway, in a, I love, especially in a operating room. I love Temple University Hospital in Center City, Philadelphia, and you will too. All right, so Chad. Yes, sir. Let's call our first guest because I'm pretty sure we have to call her. Stand by. All right, all right, everybody. So first, we're getting ready to call up Abby Wathin. I think is how we pronounce her last name. I'm not 100 percent positive. Jimmy, you suck with names. Every Come person on, that well, comes yeah. on. You never pronounce their names correctly. That's so rude. <laughs> That's why I'm going to ask her what her name, how to pronounce it before we do the formal introduction. Good thinking. How about how about if somebody asked you how did they pronounce your last name? Uh, I would tell them Star. Yeah, right. Oops. Well, what happened there? I don't know what happened. Know I what think happened. she needs to update her Skype, so let me send her a text. That seems to be usually the problem when I add somebody. And it kicks us all off. That means she needs to update. So, Okay, send her a text saying that she needs to update her Skype. See my Brandy had a bath today, funny? and she's so fluffy and soft. She's so beautiful, my Brandy girl. She's a beautiful girl, my Brandy. You want to go on television later? Honey, she does. She waits by my side. She's a TV ham. Yes, you want to be a sex She symbol? is a TV ham. In the meantime, Chad, you want to do a music video while we're waiting? Sure. All right, so let's do this, you guys. Um, last week we played uh, a different video by Togo Ultra Rock. This time we're going to play his new single, Cannonball. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal single. It's a great video. I think you guys are going to like it. You got that one uh, around, Chad? Togo, yep. All right, everybody. So then this is Togo Ultra Rock, and the name of the single is Cannonball. Enjoy, everybody. Everybody loves the things you do. To the way you move And everybody here is watching you Cause you feel like home Like a dream come true Might have by chance you're here alone Can I have a moment Before I go I've been by myself all night long Hoping you're someone I used to
face my fears Cause nobody told me that you'd be here And I swear you moved overseas That's what you said when you left me You still look like a Jimbo. Alright everybody, so I'm sorry that was the one we were young video and not the cannonball video. We're working on some technical difficulties and we're trying to get it all going. On the line we have Abby. Abby, how do I pronounce your last name? Wathen. Wathen. And we're trying to get on Brad Douglas, but we didn't add him on Skype. And so we might have a little problem here. And uh, so Chad, you sent him one. You found his Skype name, right? I did and he's trying to call in right now, but I can't add him because he's not a contact. Okay, Ugh. see, he, we can't add him until he actually accepts right, the, the contact. In the meanwhile, who cares? I'm interested in this beautiful <laughs> little blonde who looks like Goldie Horn's daughter. And also, she looks like my other one of my favorite actresses who I have met. Don't know her, but I've met her a few times. Diane Ladd. Wow. Well, I will take both of those compliments. Thank you. No, seriously. <laughs> There's something about you when you turn a certain way and there's a smile. I saw a little bit of Diane Ladd popping out. And let me tell you something about Diane Ladd. She photographs really pretty in person. She's drop dead. She's gorgeous in person. Some people are like that. You know, 
on TV, I look old and ugly, but in person, I'm magnificent. I look about 22. I have a great body, you know, big arms, a little waist, big chest, dark hair. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you look great on TV. I look old, I have white hair. Really, in real life, my hair is black. And I have oh, it's black. Body. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's TV weird makes, how the camera like changes things. Well, it makes me look like old, but I'm really looking 21, you know. But oh. anyway, that that's camera work. I nice. always like, you know, Joan Crawford never made a movie without the same cameraman. And if she had to do a film without him, she wouldn't go to work. That was <laughs> not seriously because Joan Crawford they used to get branches and put it in front of the lighting to shade her face because she had a face like a man it was very hard so by putting the branches it softened her face and this cameraman knew all of Crawford's tricks hey you are hey Brad how you doing I'm wonderful how's it going there's Abby Hi. Everybody hi, say hi to Abby. Hi, Abby. Did already. <laughs> hey guys, sorry. We had to set up quickly here. We're we're on uh on location in Oregon. Oregon. Abby knows where we're at. There you go. So let's do this then. Let me do some introductions and introduce <laughs> everybody and get the ball rolling and then we'll get started. How's that? Sounds great. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super fabulous, talented Abby Watson and Brad Douglas. Hello and welcome to the show. Woo! Hi. Thanks for having us. And and before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Brad, what's your relationship, Amy? Abby. Abby. (laughs) What's my relationship? I'm old, I'm allowed. Are you in what is my relationship with Abby? <laughs> oh, now you revert. Oh, look at that. I'm in love with her yet because wow. I, I am. I'm in love. Oh, with her. from the minute that I met her. Is she not gorgeous and sweet? Look oh, at that she smile. Oh, yeah. thank and she, you. It, yeah. You and she is are, all of that. You think her teeth are real? <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are real. <laughs> You're the sweetest. We were kidding Wait, around. Before we went on the air, we were chatting with uh, Abby. Abby. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, she looks like an Amy. Because I could sing Once in Love with Amy, Always in Love with Amy, Buy Her Some Flowers. This is by the hours. Okay, hang on, hang on. So then we got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, how are y'all doing? Hey, hey what's Chad. going on? Welcome to the show. We have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room. Hi, everybody, chat room people. We there you go. Brad, introduce who you're with. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, over my shoulders here is Marlon Mason. Hi, Abby. Hi. And Marlon is the uh, co-lead, or the uh, then also Ray, who is the my production manager, who's been through me with all this nonsense. Okay, and they're from from Besetment. Is that yes, exactly. We're on another film right now, but we're all here shooting uh, some pickup scenes in uh, Portland, Oregon. Is that the new word for co-star? Co-star. No, co-star. Co- yeah, Marlon co- and I co-lead. Now it's a co-lead. I don't know. I was just making it up. <laughs> I mean, in, in my day, in my day, yeah. Betty Davis would have strung you by your balls for that one. Well, she was the star. Marlon- and the co-stars were co-stars. Nobody did. <laughs> Touch her title. Well, so there are what? scenes that Marlon definitely steals. That is for sure. So wait, Mar- Let's Marlon. Hear it. Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear about the Marlon. What is it? They're not nudies, are they? I mean, oh, they might you- as well be. Right, Marlon? 
Marlon shows. Oh, they can't. Hold on, hold on. Uh, they can't. They can't they hear. They can't hold hear. Oh, they can't hear. Oh, oh. No, sorry. it's all right. She will be able to in a second. Now she can hear you. Okay. Uh, hey. Hello? So wait, Marlon, are you? Uh, Marlon, oh, you play? Wrong ear. I can't hear out of that ear. Hold on. Uh, she only ear. has one good ear. Hold on. <laughs> wait. Let me get you her good ear. <laughs> wait. I, she wait. put the earpiece in the bad one. I, so I, Mar yeah. Marlon. In the ear, Marlon. In the ear. Okay, there she is. In the, in the ear. I think I can hear better out of my nose. It's, it's, <laughs> well, if you put it somewhere else, you'll hear in stereo. I can barely hear. She said if you put it somewhere else, you'd hear it in stereo. <laughs> he, he said. <laughs> now, what, what, what exactly do you do in this film, Marlon? What, what, what exactly do you do in this film? Oh, what do I do? Things? I'm the horror in this film. I do bad things. Oh, yeah, I do terrible. bad things to Abby. I do unspeakable right. things to Abby. Well, I don't like you then. <laughs> I've fallen in love with oh, Abby. Oh, okay. Well, you would be in love with me oh, when you see run. what I do to her. Oh, I'm in love with Abby. <laughs> well, that's what she does to her. And I'm gay, so that's a con conflict of interest. It <laughs> <laughs> is. We'll have to, we'll have to discuss it. And I'm it. so gay. I'm married to Jimmy Starr for five years, so he's going to well, hit me well. up. Yeah. She's an equal opportunity offender. <laughs> so, Marlon, are you the lady who sews her lips together? Because, like, that picture for the, oh, the cover is the bomb. That's, like, the coolest and lip picture ever. You're the one that sewed her lips. Yes, yeah. yes, I'm the horror. Wait, doesn't, I'm, that hurt? doesn't that hurt I'm when you the urinate? I'm the horror in the horror film. But doesn't that hurt I'm when it. you urinate? When you urinate, <laughs> she sewed her lips together. Doesn't it oh, hurt when you terrible. urinate? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Doesn't it burn when you urinate? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> wow. No, that was the whole point. We were working very, very long days. We wanted to make sure that we didn't have to do bathroom breaks. Exactly. <laughs> very young, extremely young, maybe a teenager. I forgot where I was. I was at school in one of the classes, and one of the girls was talking to another girl, and she Put said, you have any lip chap because my lips are chap. I said, no, honey, go home and sit in the bucket of Epsom salts. <laughs> and the teacher heard it, and she sent me to the principal. And they thought I was perverted. They did. They were giving, <laughs> you they were giving me they No, they were giving me psychological tests at like 18, 17, <laughs> because I said that. I said, it's a joke. I was a comedian all my life. I was born a comedian. Ba -dum -dum, ba -dum -dum. So wait, wait, let's go back. So, the button. so okay. Brad, you're the director of Besetment. Are you, are you the writer, director, the director? Yeah, I, what are you? Writer, director, producer, uh, set builder. You know, you do a lot of things in independent film. Yes, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and everybody works who has to sleep with you, right? Um, yes. Yeah, yes. yes. Especially Marlon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're taking part of our sleeping time away from us right now. And, and Abby will, and Abby actually will, uh, will uh, attest to that. The sleeping, sleeping. Yes. So wait, we so only up, slept. So Abby, you pl you play Amanda Millard, right? And you go to some town. I don't know why you go to this town because we're gonna play the trailer for everybody. But then you go and stay at her house, and then she's just an evil witch. I mean, that basically sums it up. No, she's not a witch. No, no, witch. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm a real person. Like, Wait a second. I will, not ask, I will not ask why she sewed up her lips because it'll kill the plot of the we're film. We're going to play the trailer so be for be very careful, anyway. Jimmy. We don't give anything no, away. No, we're not going to give away. But we're gonna we give... don't want to give away. But, but I can tell you right now, what she does yeah. is beautiful, innocent, young <laughs> little lamb is disgusting. <laughs> It's awful, no, it's isn't true. it? It's true. It is very, yeah. yeah. It's awful. Yeah, I know. I, I'm playing stupid, so you guys yeah, feed in. Hang uh, on. I know all about this movie. And you know what? I don't want to watch it because I'm going to get upset about you. 
I'm gonna have to like people up and say, you know. First of all, I have to say, like oh, Abby, little lamb alone. You're even you're 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 way prettier in person on Skype than you even are in your pictures. And your pictures are gorgeous, but like when you showed up, I was like, I wonder if she's gonna look as I always think that, you know, are they gonna look as good as they do in their pictures? And you look better, and your well, pictures are fabulous. You. So you're gorgeous. Like I told you earlier. Thank you. I'm gonna I, call you guys every day. Yeah, no, they <laughs> no, start my morning. Like <laughs> I told her, there are certain angles and things that she does. She reminds me of Diane Ladd. Now, Diane Ladd is far more beautiful in person than she photographs. If any of you know Diane Ladd, she's breathtakingly beautiful in person because of her movements, the way she moves and contorts her mouth and stuff. It's so interesting. And you do the same thing. And also, in our chat room, everybody's saying what a great-looking group of people all of you yes, are. Yes, he's very handsome, too. He's cute. Aww. And got us. Oh, wait. I was single, and I met you in a gay I would give you my phone. And actually, <laughs> goddess, goddess in the chat room is actually saying that you have to be nice to Marlon, because otherwise she's going to come through the screen and so your so your mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. But he knows that's not all I do. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what I really do. She's frightening. I have. She's genuinely she, frightening. She stuffed my way yeah. up my butt and sew it there. <laughs> so, hang on one second. So, Chad. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Do you have the um, trailer for Besetment? I do. All right. So, how about Brad? How about if you introduce the movie and we're going to play the trailer? Just hang wait on. Wait a second. Oh, wait. The man that's standing next to Sewed Lips, he looks like he's in shock. <laughs> Ray. Ray, what's up, Ray? I think he's concentrating on how to like to hear. Ray, yeah. you look, okay, so uh, okay, you want me to kind of you want me to set up the trailer? Or you want me, what do you want? You want me to? Yeah, just like announce it, like say I'll what it is. Ray, and then the trailer, set the trailer, and then we'll go and back. Now, and talk ladies to and gentlemen, please enjoy the trailer for Besetment. Oh my God, that was awesome! <laughs> what a cool. I had a call from a girl looking for a friend. Huh? Missing person. Not sure if she's actually missing, but the girl says that she took a job out at that hotel in Mitchell and she hasn't heard from her in weeks. It's uh, Millie Colvin's place, isn't it? I'm Mildred Colvin. Uh, you call me Millie, everybody does. So what do you think of our little town? I didn't know better. I'd say she kind of likes you. Hey, Billy, you're my hero. It just so happens that she and Billy have become quite a pair. I'll be done. You mind if I take a look around? You keep your eye on him, Billy. You hear me? Yes, Mother. Mothers can be overbearing sometimes. Sometimes Mother does very bad things. Why can't you just once do something I want? Oh, don't you look just breathtaking. There you go, gang. Besetment. All right, everybody. So that's Ooh. Besetment. And you, you've got the... the, the what, uh, what's her name again? Me, uh, Marlon. 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 That's right. Mason. You've got the evil... Yeah. Think of Marlon Brando. Okay. you got Marlon, who look how... I mean, she is like so creepy. It's not even funny. Like, I got scared just watching the trailer. And you've got the beautiful protagonist, so Abby. Oof. And... Yeah. Uh, 
And we've got Ray sitting there now. Who Ray? You look like you're just like you look like you were in shock earlier when we were talking. Right. Uh, I think I am sh in shock most of the time. We're trying to get an, uh, our first shot off here on the set here today, so it's uh, you know, it's been a lot of hurry up and wait. All the all the <laughs> so, extras are filtering into this bar, which is an amazing bar up here. We're, we're oh, very so very close to um, the uh, Overlook Hotel, which is the Timberline Lodge that they filmed The Shining at. At least the exteriors. Overlook. Yes. Yeah, it's right up the road. It's about yeah. Oh. We just did some. We did some shots up and around there earlier this morning. What, what, what but are you, no. doing? are you doing cleanups? I'm. I am. I'm actually fixing a couple of scenes. We shot in Nevada City in December, and I had two scenes. One was a bar scene. The problem with the bar there is that they were they were op open, except for 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. And we just didn't have enough time to get the shot off. It was like five pages in the bar. So found this great bar in Zigzag, Oregon, which is where we're at. And it's it's a lot like that bar, and they're closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So we're here knocking out that shooting that scene. So all the actors are here. It's it's a big cast and a lot of extras and stuff like that. But Skyway Bar and Grill, better give them a shout out. Where we're Skyway, here. we're at the Skyway Bar and Grill. Wait cool. a sec. So are you doing pickup shots for Besetment, or are you doing pickup no. shots for different? Yeah, movies? yeah, right. Well, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get them in the film before the DVD comes out. Yeah, I thought the DVD already I'm joking. came out. That's why. I'm, yeah, I got he's that. He's kidding. He's kidding. <laughs> No, uh, this my my next film is called Between the Trees. Okay. Oh, good. I was in so a film we're, once. We're picking was, up some scenes for that film. I was in a tree a film once called Between uh, the Legs, <laughs> and 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 I got arrested. Between the trunks. <laughs> the trunks. So so you guys. I love you. I love you. Go ahead. So listen up, you guys. First of all, if you want to see Besetment, where do people go to, to, where do you to, to live? get it? Wait, wait, wait. Shut up. Wait a second. Where wait. do you live? I'm, I'm flirting. Know, Shut know, up. Just, where wait. do you live? I'm not waiting. I live in L.A. Oh, good. When we get out there, I'm going to see you because we're moving to Palm Springs. You better come see me. We're oh, going to have, have, have a ball. We're going to have a blast. So, if, so you want, if you want to see Besetment, you can, it's pretty much on every VOD platform right now. So iTunes, Voodoo. Amazon.com, and then of course your cable providers. Right. Okay. And then is the DVD out also in stores yet? No. Or no? no. It releases on August 5th. Okay. Perfect. So it's a little delay on that. So I imagine we'll probably go to Redbox um, now, right around that same thing. Brad, yes. very very slowly, give us the title again, but slowly for our listeners. It's Besetment. And it's defined as being attacked in a, from all sides. Okay, and just all get that in the chat room. And we have 4 million people listening. So out of 4 million people, I hope we have at it's least It's almost 20. like basement, but well, it's with an E, besetment. There you go. Besetment. And is there a yes. website for the movie? Is there a website for the movie? Yes, you can go to barbwirefilms.com or on Facebook. We have a page up there, too. I think it's just the Besetment or Besetment the Movie or something like that. And you can follow Abby on Twitter. She's at Abby Wathen, A-B-B-Y-W-A-T-H-E-N. And you can yes. follow Brad. And Brad, what are you on Twitter? I forgot. I think it's Barbwire Films. I think okay. that's the only one I have. Yeah. Okay, Barbwire Films. And, and if you follow Abby... Just don't annoy her, touch her, or instigate. <laughs> Leave her alone. I'm going to let beset her. her. Let <laughs> her walk. Let her walk her distance. I have beset upon her. You, you, you can breathe heavy and drool from far away, at least 40 feet behind her. You know, the thing is, is that I knew that Abby needed certain things in her life. It was a perfect role, so I gave her uh, a home, a new car, yep. a child. I gave her everything. I gave her everything. all of the things. All the things. And, really and, a, and a lead role, yeah. He gave you a child? No. Yes. Oh, no, no. I mean, you, you have, have to watch, watch the, the movie. movie.
Oh, yeah. There's a besetment adoption process that goes on there. He didn't give you a car in real life either. I mean, none of these things are in real life, unfortunately. He didn't. If she asked, I would. If she asked, I would. That cheap bastard. I wouldn't work for him. I'd quit. I do have to say, one day we were shooting, and there was this amazing wolf blanket on set. And I was kind of like, I need this blanket in my life for real. And the next thing I know, Brad's like talking to the owner of the lodge and he picks up the blanket, throws it in his car. And he's like, you need it. You got it. Uh, that's romantic. Now ask him for 80% at the end. <laughs> 80, she wants 80 points. Okay. 80, no problem. Yeah, 80 points. All you had to do was ask. The, 80 at the end is not a lot. I would ask 100 at the end. You know, I was, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my new manager, Brad. I'm a pushover for her smile. He's awesome. Listen, 80's ridiculous. We'll take 70. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm negotiating backward here. That's great. You're lowering. I love it. All right. So how about we... Uh, um, I think maybe we'll get rid of Brad and let them go to work and talk for five minutes with Abby. Yeah. Just that would just, hey, that that would be awesome. But I I I I'd like to kind of if I can show you what's going on here. But absolutely. Can you see anything there? It's blurry. Yeah, it's a little blurry. blurry. Uh, okay, yeah, I imagine it is. But it's a great little bar here, and they uh, were nice enough to let us in for for the uh, for the day, and they're closed. So. Well, wait, about five hours. And, and I know what it's like working on a set when you're sitting around waiting and waiting and waiting, and you keep saying, "When the fuck are they going to make this movie?" I'm nauseous. <laughs> True, but here's here's the deal: when you're going to sit around on a set, make sure it's a bar. All right? Yeah. Good That's point. A, good a bar. Bar's open. Yeah. Brad, Brad, you give your extras a hundred a day. Yes. Oh, good. I'd like to be an extra. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to be the star, and I want to star next to. I Amy. wanted to give him some points, but I, I just checked with uh, with my lawyer. We already given you eighty percent, so I don't know. no, 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 no. But listen, listen, Brad, don't fool with me. I never worked uh, before ten. I never worked past five. And I want my own dressing room, my own hairstylist, makeup man, cameraman, lighting man, and coach. Nice. Right, Amy? That's what you got to ask for. It's Abby. It's, it's not Abby. It's Abby. All right, guys. We're going to go film. Thank you. And thank you, hey, thank you so much for having us on. Bye, you guys. Good luck. Listen. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thank watch you. Watch for Between the Trees. Make a good movie. Bye. You guys, it's, bye. It's, it is, it's actually really good. Bye, guys. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 That was great. That we get to keep him in there for a little but while. And seriously, to to that's you. what you got to tell him. You got to act big. That's right. You got to like make your demands known early on. And I want to know who's in charge of lighting. <laughs> I want to research, make sure, and see some of his work, some of his older movies, and make sure he lights me right. And then you want the right dialogue coach, so you don't sound like you have an accent. And of course, your costume has to be like an Edith Head type, you know, or fabulous. Designing right. only your look. You know, Tippy Hedren, they did that in because I know Tippy Hedren, she's a buddy of mine. And they she oh, was yeah. love Tip. I'm not dropping names, but I'm in the business it's okay. fuck you it. You can drop her name. Because otherwise nothing to talk about. <laughs> I mean I talk about the guy that cuts my lawn. Do I give a shit about him? I mean, really. <laughs> um so anyway, yes, Tippy Hedren said that Hitchcock was a stickler for costumes. And she hated, hated, hated that green suit. She really? hated Hated it. She said, "Green is not my color. Green, it's an awful suit." She said, "It's it's like a Chanel copy." She didn't know what the hell it was. 
hated that suit. Kim Novak? That's so weird. Wait. No, because now it's like kind of iconic. Wait, Kim Novak in Vertigo oh. hated, hated the gray suit that Hitchcock designed. She hated it. I'm serious. I'm not lying. So, so many of the major stars hate the costumes that they wear. And they feel, yeah. doesn't, you know, now how do you feel about that? If you hate the costume, do you give me the same performance if you love the costume? I well, think I think there's also, like, you're wearing the costume. So, in besetment, I wore the same little, like, jumper thing for, like, three weeks. And by the end of the first week, I was like, I hate this thing. Like, <laughs> I never want to see it again. Exactly. So, you know, you just... But does it change your work? Does it change your attitude in your work? No, I mean, it, no. Although, if you do have something that you feel fabulous in, you're going to feel fabulous. Absolutely. But, again, even if you feel fabulous on day four, you're not on day 17 if you're wearing the same outfit, you know? Oh, I agree, because I've worn the same outfit shooting. I'm, I'm an actor as well. And I... Yeah. My last thing, I was a cop. And I had to dress as, I don't care for cops, and I had to dress f as a cop for days. And it was annoying. It really was annoying putting on yeah. the same fucking outfit, that same uniform. And it was an Did it affect your copiness? It, it did affect my performance because the first day I looked in the mirror, I played a cop before, but a detective. But now I was a Pittsburgh cop with a Pittsburgh policeman's uniform. So the first uh -huh. time I looked in the mirror, I thought, oh my God, my stomach, I got a belly like I'm pregnant. Jesus Christ, what are we going to do about this? So they let out the back of my pants so that it was looser and it gave me less of a, of a bulgy belly. Uh-huh. Oh, better. By the last day, I threw it on the floor in the corner of the dressing room. I had no respect for it. I couldn't Done care. with it. So let's, done, let's done. talk a little bit about the whole, because like, I see you have a lot of horror titles that you've done, but you've also done a lot of other stuff, which is really good. That way you don't get like pigeonholed as the hot scream queen and you do other things. <laughs> oh, wait, they're showing my movie. The movie I was in is a cop. How dare you? I hate that movie. Oh, my God. They put that piece of crap up on the air. That's I'm going to okay. kill Nobody Chad, Chad. Chad, way to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, leave I'm quitting this show. I'm so... Chad, I'm I can't wait to see this afterwards. Am I going to... No. Who do, yeah, I, you'll be able to who do I sue? Who do I sue? Get my attorney. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, this film... So wait, let's go back, though. Oh, it's, it's I, I not can't a good breathe. <laughs> let's go back. Oh, so, Chad, how could okay. you do this okay, to okay, me? Okay, stop. I can't. <laughs> Do you do you like the horror genre? Like in general, I know you get hired for it. Is it something that yeah. you like would like to be like it before you started doing horror movies? Did you like horror movies? No, I don't like horror movies. So you um, watch I'm, them? I don't chicken, either. But they are so much fun to make. I mean, yes. you know, you get to do ridiculous things, and people buy it, and it's amazing. <laughs> because they're supposed to be and corny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is, Look, there's that element of, like, uh, suspended belief that I really, really love. My last film was a horror movie, too, and it was a horror for real. Oh. The film, the film was a horror, not the story. You should probably not name names. Oh, I don't. That's okay. Don't. <laughs> Everybody in the chat room wants to know if you recently had a birthday. I did. I had a birthday yesterday. Happy she, birthday! And she's 21. Thank you. Oh, we can see the balloon, the edge of it. That's, so every, yeah, everybody in the chat, everybody in the chat room is like, "Are you sitting? Is she sitting next to a balloon, or is it a sweetheart, or what did you get?" It's really funny. It's a three. <laughs> That's good. You're very lucky to have a birthday the same day. Yeah. My dearest friends in the world, who's dead, Miss Jane Russell. She's her oh. birthday same as yours. So that's I, nice. Maybe you yeah, lived. Well, 
I felt very right. grateful yesterday. I had a lot of love and, you know, birthdays are great. They're a great thing to celebrate. <laughs> and I do age. feel lucky to have them. Yeah, he's, he's 77. When you're my age, you don't want wow. birthdays. Yeah, you don't want birthdays at my age. It's like a reminder. Good for you. You only got a few left, you know, every year it's like one less, one less you're going to go. So it's kind of like a, uh, not, not good. When your young birthdays are nice, at my age, people say happy birthday. I, I hit them. Actually, we have I, a, so I hit them with, oh. I, he doesn't like birthdays. He likes the gifts though. So he'll be like, did you get me? Yeah. What else did you, what else did you get me? <laughs> I only like the gifts from Jimmy, you know, those kind of gifts. <laughs> so in the chat room, we have a man, his name is Tristan. I can never pronounce butts check or something like that, oh, but Jesus he's from Australia. And uh, he's from Australia, and today's his birthday, which is actually, it was yesterday, I think, because they're a day ahead of us now. Right. Um, so how about, say hi, Tristan, happy birthday, because he wished you a happy birthday in the chat room. Oh, and that way hi, Tristan, happy birthday. There you go. Hello, Gemini. Yes. Yeah. Gemini, too. My birthday was last week. The 20th, I would have guessed that you were a Gemini. Twenty, yes. insane, insane, insane. <laughs> I would have guessed that. Yeah, the twenty eighth of May. You know, Gemini's. We're all about getting it out there. We don't give a shit what we do. <laughs> we just want to be on and have fun and and be 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 in the biz. Absolutely. I'm in the business, business fifty eight years. Wow. I watched it really change. From my, yeah. my first movie was nineteen fifty nine with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. Call that kind wow. of woman. So I went into the business with a big push. I was lucky. That's and, awesome. And how they made film back then and what they did in the crew and the cameras and the lights. Now you go on a set, you say, where's the camera? You know, it's this little thing. Maybe it's a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't have, and the crew, where's the crew? There's like one person with 10 jobs in his hand. There's like robots. Yeah. So let's well, wait, wait. One thing you're going to love this. This you're going to love. When I went on the set the first day, we were shooting outside uh, at the police station. And I said to the director, I said, where's my mark? He said, we don't have one. <laughs> I said, I don't have a mark. <laughs> no. He said, go wherever you want. We'll follow you. And I said to wait. myself, oh, my God, what am I doing here? Can I get, can I get out of here now? They're going to follow me. And that's what they did. Nobody ever had a mark. And he said, if you don't remember your line, make it up. I mean, that's kind of brilliant. <laughs> well, that's why the film is yeah, a disaster. Yeah, but the film's a disaster. Maybe oh. if the cameras were better and the, everything was better, then it might have been You cool, know, you need to give me a mark because half of the time you saw the back of my head or the shoulder. <laughs> they, were, they were running around me. I mean, it was, you know, I'm delivering a line to Here's the... Here's Ron. Yes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You got it. You got that's it. You well, you know, <laughs> they wanted realism and they got realism. So let's give some. Wait, let's, hang on a second. One more thing. Uh, you have the floor, Jimmy. What do you think about realism? What if you have a director that says, "Do what you want, walk where you want, we'll follow you. We want realism." What would you do? With that? I mean, I think the goal in working is to deliver realism, right? Yeah, um, but lighting and camera. Otherwise, you're screwing up the film. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I prefer to work with some sort of boundaries. Like, as long as, like, the director and I have an understanding of where we're going. You're a professional actress, therefore you want to work professionally, don't you feel Yeah, that? yeah. How I, it seems a little messy. That sounds like a little messy, you know? A home, a home movie. Right. 
I don't, don't want to. I don't want to be in a home movie. But you know, poor Joan Crawford <laughs> to bring her back again. Her last movie was Gargoyle or something, and she oh. played opposite a robot. And what a sin! That great legendary actress in the cheesiest fifteen thousand dollar horror movie, and that's how she ended her career, which was a sin. But it seems that as we get older, oh, wow. that's all they throw our way. All the old bags, we get all the like crappy roles in the shitty movies. So save any money that I, you I make. I think the industry is changing. Yes, what? absolutely. Well, according to Peter Coyote, you bet. You know, Peter's thing now about salaries and stuff. No more. Not, I bet she doesn't. Do you know who Peter Coyote is? She doesn't know who Peter Coyote is. You don't Coyote know Peter is. Coyote? She's too young. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. He's one of the greatest actors of, of our time. He's a great character actor. Peter Coyote? Okay. Anyway, I, he's, he's campaigning to get rid of the $15 million salaries to the stars and the nothing salaries to the workers in the film, the rest yeah. of the film. And also, they're fighting now. Uh, I understand the union, they have to have X amount of 75-year-olds, the uh, actors. So I'm 77, so I'm hoping that works for me, and I can play oh, yeah. some great-great-great-grandfather roles. Anyway, like for all the indie films, like if you have, uh, if you... Well, he actually, rose you, from the dead. You, you know? would actually know this probably anyway, but like you get you get film tax credits if you have a certain amount of black people, Spanish people, old people, right. la di da da da. And so like so anybody and usually indie films try to fill that quota so they get the better breaks, you know. So hopefully that works, you know, for him now. now yeah, see, good luck with that. On the serious side, which I do have, you're beautiful. Not Thank to blow you. smoke up your butt, but you're beautiful. Thank um, you. I don't know if you're talented, but I would assume you are. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've never seen your work. But I would oh, assume well, you are because you're animated and you have a beautiful way of working your eyes. Like I said, like Diane Ladd, you have the same moves. So I think in film, with the right script and the right film, you could be really sensational. Now, when do you want to get out of horror films and start to go no, in? she hasn't done just horror films, but you didn't let me yeah. finish talking. Well, so this last one was. I know, I know, but that's just one. But that's it. No, she's got a look at this list of she's films. She's got more, <laughs> more films. First of all, we oh. were talking during the break, but he didn't pay attention. So I'm let's give some props. Let me talk a little bit. Let's let's talk about a little bit of surf Let's give kudos to the Bay. The Bay of the series. Season three is coming out. Um, we had the, the lead in the Bay of the series on last year. Right. He was the guy who was the professional skateboarder turned yes. actor. You loved him. I loved him. Christos, 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 Christos is a doll, Christos. And He's a nice. doll. Yeah. Oh, he is a doll, Christos. So season three is coming out. And just to give you, because like we've had all, Charles Shaughnessy's in that. Well, that's uh, my buddy. Camden Charles Toy, Sean, Kane, Sean Kane in Vita Gafari. Like oh, tons of people Sean that have been on Kane our show. Is a social friend of ours. Yeah, we Palm. He told you. No, <laughs> we see him in Palm Springs all the time. In fact, he's coming to oh, our nice. house. We have him over. Yeah, we'll we have, have table you over. read for one of the episodes at his house. Long you know time. what? When we have he and his wife over, we'll have you over. Oh, great! Well, thank you. We'll have a few soapies over. We love the soapies. We have a we lot of all our friends. Oh, we have a soapies. lot of soapy friends. I mean, every freaking one. <laughs> even the old ones that have been around for 50 years in the soaps, they're our friends. We yeah, we the, love them. We Michael the, Damien, Ian Buchanan. We have a whole bunch of really and like. What about big Judith, ones. Judith uh, Chapman? Judith Chapman and Sh Crystal Chappelle. And actually. Crystal Chappelle. Uh, you know these names? Yes, yeah, you, know, you probably do. Yeah, you I do. Know a lot of them, yes. They're all, they're all soapies. We love them. So here's yeah, I mean, all the Bay is basically, we're all. Sophie? Soap <laughs> yes, they're all or they're current fantastic. soap actors. Yeah. So you have some other credits that I haven't seen, but I want to see. And like we've had a lot of the different people. You did a movie called Runaway Heart, starring John Schneider, which we had him on like two years ago. He was right. a great guy. Another nice. Um, yeah. Ali Landry and Wendell Pierce, which Wendell Pierce is from my favorite Angelina Jolie movie, Hackers. 
Okay. He's like awesome. And Angie, oh, wow. and then one of my then friends. You did a um, you did a movie five thirteen, which I haven't seen. This is a couple of years ago, but I've actually I, I know we've had James Duvall, Danny Trejo, uh, and Taron Manning on, and they're all in that along with Tom Sizemore, Gary Duerden yep. from CSI, Bokeem Woodbine. Costas Mandalore. So, like, you got some really big names You're of working. people that you've been in films with You're working. Um, at a young age, which is really cool. So, props on that. Thank you. And, Thank you. Uh, you also did a movie, and I don't know if it's any good, but you've done a couple movies with Sean Young, and I've met her. She was really nice. I have done some movies with Sean Young. We, I don't know how she ends up on set with me, but we, uh, yeah, I'll get a, a cast list, and they're gonna, and they're like, Sean Young's playing your mother, or Sean Young is in the scene with you. It's really funny. I so, think that's cool. Fun. So you did a movie, The Black Dove, with her, and we've had David Della Rocco on our show. Uh, and everybody you've worked with, we've had on. John Savage, Red you. West, and Sean Young. Nice. John Savage, And then too. you did that horror series called The Funny Man, and we had Leslie Easterbrook on. Oh, nice. On the show. Amazing. And uh, yeah. then you did Goldberg P.I., and we had Lynn Shea on, and Davy Jones I, I met several times, and Audrey Landers I've met several times. And, uh, and then you did something a long time ago called The Intruders, and I actually did a movie. Nicholas Simmons is in it, and like I did like five movies with him. And uh -huh. Stephen Bauer, Lisa Wilcox, who we just had on a couple of months Stephen ago. Stephen Bauer, I know. And Louis Mandalore. So like all the people, it's, like, it's, like, it's like kind of like a reunion of all the people that are in your movies are like our friends, and they've been on the show, and it makes it a lot of fun. And she That's also did awesome. a movie. You also did a movie, Why Men Go Gay in L.A. a, a couple of, many years ago, which looked hilarious. I didn't see it. Is it any Why good? Why do men in L.A.? It's pretty cute. It's a short. Skylar Stone was the writer-director. Polly Shore was in it. It's, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty creative little piece. So you should definitely watch it. Because no, girls, so right. girls are so bitchy in L.A. No, the guys you know, just go you with know, guys. You know, you know the real answer. Yeah, Skylar plays a character who's not having very much luck. No, that. you know the answer to why guys go gay in L.A. You know the answer. Because they meet me. <laughs> and they just can't help it. They just can't resist. So, so let's do it. So you only... worked your little coolie off. Yeah, she's You're working a busy a lot. girl. But yeah, it's been good. It's been a good past couple of years, for sure. I've got some things coming out, and um, I'm doing a big festival circuit. I just left Tribeca with a pilot. Called Lost and Found with Melanie Diaz, uh, Will Janowitz, Jennifer Lafleur. So, and we're going to Series Fest next week in Denver. So, we're hoping to get picked up. There you go. I hope you do too. Yeah, and then I have a movie with Rain Wilson, Patricia Arquette coming out. Hopefully, at the end of the year. There's What's talk. the name of that one? It's called Permanent. Oh, here we go. You're Mrs. Tripp. Yeah. Right. Oh, good. So Actually, we're going to see you on this. Wow, screen. is that like that's some cast though? Rain Wilson and Patricia Arquette. That's like killing it. Love Patricia. It was literally a dream come true when I got the phone call. Never forget it. I was at the airport. Um, I was just getting back to LA, and the casting director called and said, "You got a part." <laughs> and I had auditioned for a small part, and they're like, "You're really funny." we want you to audition for a different part. And I was like, all right. So I was in New York and I put myself on tape for this. It's, it was a bigger role. And um, yeah. And I you got, got it. Now, and it's it a comedy. Is, so you, right, uh, I have a question. A serious yeah. question. Here we go. Another serious question. <clears throat> if there's a young girl out there who wants uh -huh. to be an actress, you know, in my day, we went to go-sees. I understand yeah. there are no longer go-sees. No. So tell, tell this young girl how she can audition. 
Um, you know, it's changed so much since I've been in the business. I've been in the business for like 16 years. I moved Whoa. to New York to do it in 2001. Yeah. So I've been in the business for a long so time. So you paid your dues because it's I've not like it just dues. happened. I've paid my dues. I've done it all. Yeah, but um, back then you could go for an audition. You can go be with the You could, the and you could send out pool. a headshot. You could still send out a headshot. Yeah. I, I think it's about, and I hate to say this, I think it's about networking. I think it's about putting your own stuff on tape. Yeah, that's and like, a good thing. Like getting it out there, putting it up on YouTube, sending out your email, uh, getting a Facebook presence. I mean, social media is so important these days. Um as much as I do hate well, to how, say that, how do you really how do you how do you audition or don't you audition? You just I have an I have an agent and a manager. So you don't audition. I do audition, but I I do through so my your agent, my manager set me a up with agents and managers. Set but wait a second, do you yeah. send your reel out? They they do that. Um, they do it. Yeah, but I am you know I still like I'm a hustler. If there's a director that I want to work with, and if I can find like you know, like somebody who knows him, who knows him or her, I will try to find an email address and be like, listen, this is what I'm doing. I see that you're casting this. Um, I would love to put my name in the hat. That's the only way to do it, right? I mean, that's, you have to do it yeah. yourself. That's what Betty Davis used to do, believe yeah. it or not. So, that legendary you know, that, that makes some people mad and yeah. I, whatever, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it because at the end of the day, it's my career. It's not my agents, not my Absolutely. managers. Absolutely. So, that's, no, it's terrific. And how many advice. agents and managers destroy a career? I could tell you of a few. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, believe me. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> I think, though, like what you're saying about networking is because that's how we do everything. I mean, we get, yeah. we, we get movie roles that way. We, that's how we get our guests that come on the show. You know, we, usually we're networking. Right. Um, I'm on social media like all the time, and I have all kinds of people that will come to me and be like, you know, uh, especially bands, because I work with a lot of bands, because I have a PR company, and I work with a lot of bands, and they'll be like, don't you, you know, why don't you do PR for us? And I look at them, and I'm like, you know, you have 50 followers on, like, Twitter, and, like, you have nothing posted yeah. on your Facebook page in six months. Are you kidding me? Like, nobody's going to take you serious. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my Facebook account, I primarily use for work. No, it's, it, I think it's smart, and it's great to tell people that because sometimes when people, like, I don't know, sometimes, you know, when you hear it from someone that you talk to all the time, you think it's bullshit, and so it's yeah. cool to have somebody else tell them and everybody listening, you know, that, that these right. are very important things and that, you know, we're not just blowing smoke up your ass when we, we tell we you, you read on, We read on Facebook that they were casting for the Golden Girls with men. They wanted to... Oh, my God, did they not call you up because you guys would be... Thank you, but I am. I am. We were in touch with the writer. I'm in touch with the writer, and, and I'm trying to, to. We're bringing him on the show. I we're, could be the Dorothy character, male. The male. Oh my God! That yes, that is your. That's your role. Yeah. So I hope that I hope they the casting people see it also. I'd love to do it. it would be a hell of a lot of fun. Okay, <clears> but it, it has to be. But it has to be an all gay cast. And Jimmy said that's there's some producers and directors having difficulty. No, with not that. with the gay cast. About the fact that it's a, a gay show, show. And who's going to watch it? But who's going to watch it? We're gay in touch show. with the guy who wrote it. Uh, I'm in touch with like Netflix, trying to get them to produce it. Yeah, uh, we have the guy right. coming on the show. I mean, I'm fortunate that I have like over a million Twitter followers. So when I tweet something, people usually pay attention, I mean, which helps. You, you know, Fran, <laughs> you know, you know who, <laughs> yeah, that does help. <laughs> you know who Fran Drescher is. The nanny. Oh, I don't know. Some people don't. Uh, in talking to Fran, she said to me, uh, the reason why Happily Divorced didn't make it was because it was a gay show, really. It was all about her gay husband that they got divorced and he brought uh -huh. boyfriend. 
home. And it was it was quite gay, but it was nice gay. It didn't show us as maniacs and drag killing people or degenerates. It was a lovely. But there's that other yeah. show right now where the husband left. Who is it? Um, Modern Family. Modern what Family. Is it? Modern, modern Family has a gay not couple. Not Modern Family. It's like a it's a four person cast. The husband well, I think leaves I the wife because he's gay. And I haven't seen it, but I know. Oh, about. I can't believe I can't. It's like Frankie and. Yes, it's with. Oh it's yeah, with yeah. Jane Frankie, Fonda, and, Frankie Jane and Johnny Fonda. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane, Frankie Jane, and Grace. Oh, Frankie we, and Grace. We watch Frankie it all the time. Love it. It's a great Love show. Love it. Yeah, but exactly. So I think, and it's you know the industry is changing. The industry is changing. There's better roles for older people. I remember like in my twenties, like I was like, if I don't make it in my twenties, I'm not going to make it. But you look like you're in your twenties, not to worry. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, you know it too. So stop it. <laughs> so, but I, you know, there was this article oh, I, I read in the uh, onion because it's, it was a, you know, fake article, but it was talking about actresses aging out of the industry at, at 30. So, <laughs> Well, now it's up to Which, 40. Now it's 40. Well, right. Now I think there's so many more exciting roles. I'm having a great time in my 30s, like exploring, like being a woman and not a child. Also, so, though, I think it's going to, it helps a lot that you have all the streaming platforms. You've got, you know, Amazon Prime making shows, Hulu making shows, Netflix right. making shows. Everybody's making shows, and that will help a lot with everybody because, like, I don't even watch TV hardly at all except for Turner Classic Movies with him. Everything I watch, I stream. Um, you know, so no, I, think I, I have to watch it because I had a TV show on Warner Cable in L.A. called Set the Record Straight. And I interviewed the legends of Hollywood like Jane Russell, Cliff Roberts and Lauren Bacall, uh, all the biggies, the, oh, big, wow. the big people. And I studied for years classic movies. And it's from my era. Don't forget, when I was a little boy, I used to go see the Joan Crawford and Betty Davis and Clark Gable movies in the theater when they were current films. So I grew up with that wonderful Hollywood, what I call the golden years of Hollywood. Yeah. That is gone yeah. because now it's all about exploding, no storyline, no, no beginning, middle, or end to a, a plot. It's just a lot of junk. Uh, in so many well, I movies. think it's coming back. I think there's a turn I think that's so. happening. I think so. Yes. That's TV's what, gotten better. TV is like... But wait, let me go where I'm going with you. Because I was going to be like your papa, your little daddy. And I was going <laughs> to say to you, learn to be an actress. Okay. Be an actress. Because when the beauty has faded, the acting will take you the rest of the way. And you know that. I don't have to tell oh, you Oh, absolutely. That. So seek those roles, those Meryl Streep roles. You know, don't depend on your beautiful, gorgeous face, which is stunningly beautiful. You are beautiful. Cut the shit. You know you're beautiful. No, you're ugly. You're really very ugly, and you should kill yourself. When we hang up from the show, kill yourself because you're a mutt. I mean, what's wrong with you? But seriously, go for those good roles because I would love one day to go to the theater the movies and see you as starring in a wonderful drama movie i would be so proud i'd stand up in the beginning and applaud oh. and say hey you motherfuckers i know her <laughs> oh, well i have a film out it's called wedding dress i wore no makeup it was it's very you know she's a housewife and i'm, I'm going more towards that role i just did a film called lobelia in new york it's a short um i didn't even have a makeup artist and it was it was kind of uncomfortable but it was really nice to like be in that character and not rely on makeup and hair and just like nothing, you know? Well, that's when, that, that's, that's when the character comes through. Absolutely. Again, going back to the olden days and Betty Davis bringing up her name. Betty Davis was the first actress 
to not wear makeup in a film or to wear grotesque makeup when she was in her 30s and 40s year old. And other yeah. actresses such as Greta Garbo or, or, or any of them wouldn't do it. They had to have the false eyelashes, the right lighting, everything. You know, they would wake up. Rita Hayworth laid in bed. She woke up in the morning with lip gloss. I mean, I know every woman I know wears lip gloss when they wake up. You know, <laughs> it's not all over the pillow and all over her face. So here's what we got to do because we're out of time, you guys. No, so, I don't want to be out of time. We're out of time. Listen, no. Okay, first of all, you no. have my email now. So anytime no. you have a project coming out, you just email Listen. me. You, you, hey, hang on. No. I love we have three minutes and we have well, I'm going to tell. She's coming back soon. She'll come back. She'll yes. I want to relax. Yes, you're coming back soon. Okay, so first I of all, I promise you. Let me tell you. First of all, anytime you have anything you want to promote on Twitter, tag me at the end of it, and I'll retweet it to my millions of people. And uh, okay. number, everybody, go see Besetment. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get it on all the video on demand. So if you like horror movies, definitely get it. Also, tune in to the third season of The Bay, the series. It's coming out very soon. I think that's on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. Amazon Prime, yes. And uh, follow Abby on Twitter at Abby Wathen, A-B-B-Y-W-A-T-H-E-N. And you have my email, so anytime you have anything to promote, let me know. We'll set up another time to bring you back. And we'll be in touch Thank with you. you once, once. Oh, yeah, we're moving to Palm Springs, so when we, when get, we there, get there, we'll give you our contact uh, stuff. Absolutely. We, no, our address. We definitely come get to Palm Springs. Yeah, awesome. We'll have a party. It'll be love, so I, much fun. I, I cook, and I'm, a, I'm Italian. You do, because I don't. Well, I figured that. You and everybody in to. the chat room loves you. They all say you're fantastic, <laughs> oh, you're gorgeous, you and you're a great listening. interview. Thank you, you. Are, you are, in Italian, we say you are Karina. Do you know what Karina means in Italian? No. Karina means just adorably sweet. And Karina. Huggable. Karina. Anyway, all right, I Abby, wish you so all the you best. Thank you so much. And and you guys, so Bye, bad. bad. Bye, bad again. In Australia. Thank you, yes. guys. All righty. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye, honey. What a sweetheart. Beautiful, beautiful. What us. an angel. I could have people like that on all day long. So everybody, oh, you she's can listening to little oh, snot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. So listen up. You can listen to, you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're also on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Monster FM Radio in New York. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker on our television. We're on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. That was a fucking mouthful. That was a, that was a mouthful is right. I got a mouthful for you, too. Um, also then, um, Chad, well, I want to play one, one video real quick, and then we're going to call our, our next set of guests. What is it? Second Echo one, because it's shorter than the Captain of the Lost Waves one. We can do that. Buddy, so this is a cool rock band. We don't play too many rock rock bands. Uh, we'll play the song you played last week that I loved. We already played it earlier. Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we didn't hear it, folks. So this is uh, Second Echo is the name of the band. The name of the single is Innocent. It's out now. Uh, it's available worldwide, and it's really cool. So check it out and go for it, Chad. Just hide the broken 
Yes. Craving what you sell out on the airwaves. And I don't appeal your shame, but if you blame the silence for their pain, you're just a hunter with a prey that you've been laying on the altar of a faith that kept you breathing ass. Red lines and broken dreams are twisted into visible nations. Second Echo. All right, everybody. So that was Second Echo. The name of the song is Innocent. And, uh... Like me, Innocent. Yes. <laughs> that, you didn't have to do that one, Chad. I just did. Meanwhile, why'd you put that movie on I made? You like that little clip? No. I took all the pieces that had you in the scene, and I made it one. Oh, dear God. Yeah, so now it's even better. Oh, now it's like triple suicide. <laughs> Ugh. <clears throat> Thank you, Chad. I hope pleasure. I can do something for you one day, like load your gun. So wish Tristan <laughs> a happy birthday. Kristen, happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday, dear Kristen. Tristan. Tristan. Fuck Come you on. and Tristan Christian. Who gives a shit what his name is? I'm singing happy birthday to him. I That's love smart. him anyway. What, what? A rose is but a rose. What is it? Any other name? It's still a rose. So Tristan is still a Tristan, no matter what you say, right, Tristan? Happy Australia. So I don't, Chad. I don't know if I'm supposed to call these next people now, or they're going to call us. Well, you're the coordinator. So what'd you tell them? Well, they sent me an email saying they may call from the the guy Paul's Skype. So maybe we could try calling his Skype and see. 
I, can do I that. love organization, don't you? Yeah, I'm I swing love, it. I love being on a show that's so down pat tight. It's pretty tight. <laughs> that they know everything they're going to do. Everything has been rehearsed. And a couple more years and we'll have this down. <clears throat> that's First right. thing we got to do is get rid of these goddamn microphones. You don't like them? Oh, I hate them. You want like some sports headcast, you know, with the built-in well, we're mic? Not, but we're not sports cast. Well, what That's do you want? Thing. What type of mics want, do you want? I want the one plug in one ear and the wire to the mouth that you could barely see. This way, we don't have Jimmy doing, hi, Jimmy Star, and I'm over here now, and then I'm back here. Now I'm exactly. Here now. now I'm back here. He oh. wants the headset with the mic all attached to it at once. This way, when he moves his head, the fucking mic goes with him. I'll send you a link to where you can buy one. Cheap, okay, good. Cheap, we're broke. We're poor. <laughs> only 200 a pop. 200 each? Yes, sir. He'll never go for it. <laughs> I will eventually. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, send me the link, Chad, because we went to two places and couldn't find gonna it. It's going to happen. We found yeah. them for like 50 bucks, but they looked like really cheesy, like they were going to fall apart. Probably. So what? The show's cheesy. So you, no, you cheesy told me you didn't want those because we show. had it before. Well... So that's the same ones we had when we first well, started here. Paul hey, listen, we don't have a sponsor, Jim. Nobody pays us, Jim. We're the sponsors, Jim. Yeah, yeah we're I'm all the sponsors. I'm, adding, like you, I'm adding your next guest. Okay, good. Are they there? I, Captain. Okay, good. That works. The captain of a heart. Yeah, da, da, da. Captain all right, Star. everybody, here we go. Let's see. Oh, and we can see. Hello, hello. Look at, look at. Hi. My, oh, my. Uh, hold on, I only oh, heard my. one of you. I can only hear both of you say something. Hi, this is Kate. This is there Paul. You, there you go. Hi. <laughs> Don't now we can't see you. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Listen, Hi. listen, Blondie. Don't lean forward. Go ahead, lean forward. There you, you go. We it's love a, those. It's boots. a good thing we're not in 3D, or I'd get smacked right in the face with one of those jobs. <laughs> Look at her. Right. You, should, you should think of having enlargement seriously. Flat chestedness like that is just hideous. Yeah. Oh, so ugly to have no boobs. <laughs> Look at him. He's lighting up. Is he a boyfriend? This one? Um, uh, <laughs> and a boy. He's friend and a boy. <laughs> That's what I say because I'm gay. So when they say, "Are you her boyfriend?" I say, "Well, I'm a boy and uh, and I'm gay." <laughs> yeah, I don't so. think he's uh, shopping in my aisle. If you know what I mean. Yeah, not in that aisle. Although I appreciate her assets. Um, <laughs> oh, she's got a good asset too, huh? She does. Well, and they're on full display in our show. That's that's we, part. We, of we can't contract. see her. She's sitting on her ass. At <laughs> so we're not on the air yet. We're yes, gonna. We are. Oh, we are. We didn't do an intro. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't do an introduction yet. Oh, but everybody no. out there listening, if so I know who we are. <laughs> That's well, right. Nobody. So first of all, it's Kate. 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 Mine's Paul. How do I pronounce your last name? Witten. Jimmy. Witten. Got it. I just like to make sure it's right because if I do an introduction, it's the I wrong name. Really, it looks stupid. Well, how else would you pronounce? That? I don't know, but like people have weird names and like nobody pronounces your not, real last name correctly everywhere we my go. My last name is like Chinese. You I can't know, do well. it. But this guy—I mean, how could you not see it? Anyway, here we go. go. All right, don't worry about Every it. Every guest he does the last name. I, I want to make sure it's right because it's going on television. All right, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. The incredibly talented Paul Witten and Kate Mines. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank uh, you. Let me start off by introducing everybody, starting out with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who's very polite. Yeah, right. 
and very sweet. That's okay, because they're in a really like non-polite show, and so it'll be okay. I heard all about it. I think you're disgusting. You should be careful. <laughs> You should be arrested, the two of you, and criminalized. I mean, disgusting. <laughs> Everybody, do he not see, Wait, hang on, hang on. Do not go see their show. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah. It's filthy. <laughs> yeah. Now no, watch. You're going to have ticket attendance like you can't believe. <laughs> All right. So Sold out every performance. Now we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, you two. Welcome to the show. Good to have you. Hi, Chad. Thank you. Hi, Chad. And then we have a chat room full of people. Um, say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everyone in the chat room. There you go. You got to, like, love it. All right, you guys. So, first of all, Paul Witten and Kate Mines are in a new TV series. It's actually, I think, up for a nomination for an Emmy, or at least they're campaigning for it to get an Emmy. Um, the name of the show is called Dropping the Soap. The web, the web, t what, what's, oh, oh yeah, uh, I'm trying to get three Emmys. The name of the show is Dropping the Soap. Uh, and the website is droppingthesoap.com. And let me just read a little quick thing. It says, Wait, Holt, I must apologize. I thought it was a Broadway show coming. That's why I said ticket attendance. It's a TV show. See, I don't know anything. I tell Jimmy, I, tell Jimmy I don't want to know anything about our guests because I do interviews that are fresh. I don't want to rehearse it and do a corny like, how long have you been in the business? You know, that kind of shit. So, Go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. All right, so here's TV the, show. Here's better the, yet, I could see it's it. It's called Dropping wait, the wait. Soap. I don't have to pay $300 a ticket. Okay, here no. you go. All right, so here's the tagline, you guys. Shit's about to get real for the cast and crew of the long-running awful soap opera Collided Lives when new executive producer Olivia Vanderstein arrives to shake things up, bend over daytime. First of all, like I have to say I was super intrigued by the whole thing because like we love soapies. We have a million every major soap opera star's been on our show. We're friends with them also. Like the concept of this is incredible and a lot of fun. And you guys are the two leads, right? Yeah. That's right. Well how does the title come into play? Dropping the soap? Uh well when we started working with uh our the group of people that we were working with, actually one of the actors that is in it. Uh, the guy who plays my it. brother. The guy who plays her brother, Michael McKitty. He said, what about drop the soap? And then our writer and we as creators went, let's add an ing, dropping the soap. Make it active. <laughs> Very clever. So Very clever. Everything with this has been a group effort. So well, from, Let me explain to some stupid... Let me explain it to some of our <laughs> listeners who are a little dumb. Uh, <laughs> Soap operas are actors, and soap is something you wash yourself with. So <laughs> it's sort of a double entendre thing. It's like, you know, soap, dropping the soap opera person, <laughs> not necessarily the soap. So for you hot homos out there, don't think it's like you drop the soap, and you know what happens when you drop the soap. Yeah, there's some hot homo storylines, though. I, I believe it because you've got some really great people in this. First of all, I read online because I, I, I'm not sure about everything uh, that it, the executive producers are Lisa Kudrow and Jane Lynch. Oh my um, God! And, and Lisa Jane Lynch Kudrow. is in it, right? Too? Is she the executive producer? Jane Lynch is uh, an exec producer and, uh, and a star of it, and she's in it as well. Um, Lisa was a part of it at one time, and she's not at this point, but she was a great supporter in the initial stages oh. of it. Okay, and then I love Lisa. She's a yeah, she's person. amazing. Is she nice she's in person? Is she a nice person she's to work with? The best, yeah. The best. She's lovely. Listen, if ever right. you see her, shut the fuck up. I'm negotiating. <laughs> if ever you see, if ever you see her again, would you tell her to come on the show that I'm crazy about her? <laughs> really, seriously. Yeah, I, I will, and and she's worthy of being crazy for. I I, mean, I I think she's absolutely. I never miss anything she does. I, I just sit there with my mouth open, going, I don't believe this broad. First, I just don't believe yeah, it. She's, she's phenomenal. 
She's phenomenal. She's just phenomenal. She's so nice in person. She's just like mellow. I believe it. Like her character that she plays mostly. So okay, She's so first wonder- of all, you She's guys, you can comedian. follow the soap opera, the, the show, you guys, at under at, on Twitter at dropping the soap. You can follow Paul at Paul Witten, W I T T E N, and Kate is Kate Mines all on Twitter. First of all, I want to say for a cast, I mean, knowing that you have big people involved, like this has some phenomenal cast. Listen to the, some of the people you guys that are in this. Besides Paul Witten and Kate Mines, Jane Lynch, who's the executive producer, you guys know her from Glee and like everything else because she's in a million things. Yep, I've met her. Patrick Fabian, you guys, we had him on the show last year from Better Call Saul. That's right. Uh, Amazing. Suzanne That's right. Friedline, M- Michael McKitty, John Michael Higgins, Dot Marie Jones, who oh, we had on the show. Oh, my honey bun. We love Dot Marie Jones. I, I adore, and her gorgeous, girlfriend, gorgeous airline uh, wife, steward, actually. Wife. <laughs> that blonde knockout that she picked up in an airport, I love her. I love them all. I invited them to our house in Palm Springs. I love Dot. I can't wait to see Dot when we move back to Palm Springs. Then <clears> Tom, <throat> Verica, Nadia Borland, you guys all know her because we had everybody from... Um, uh, Venice, Venice the series. We had everybody from Venice yep. the series on it. She's the star, one of the stars of that. Mimi Rogers, which you love, Mimi Rogers, oh, and Missy Mimi Pyle, Rogers. you guys. Which Woo. Missy Pyle's been in a million things. So like this is some like A list uh, cast. So number one, kudos in being cast as the leads in this. Number two, you guys are hilarious. Um, and Mimi Rogers, I got to throw in, is an angel in person. Do you know her? <laughs> oh yeah, she's amazing. Don't you love yeah. Mimi? Oh. Another great person. She showed up. It was, there were several people with this. You know, when they showed up um, on set, we were kind of a little starstruck. You know. Well, with me, Deandre- I, I taught you, Mimi. Whenever I see, whenever what? I see, see, this is what I hate about not being live. I mean, with each other in the same room. Uh, when, whenever I see Mimi, I say to her, "You got to do your hair again, like in someone to watch over me." I loved her hair. Do you remember that movie? Remember her hair when it was sort of that permy thing, that pyramid? She They're not looked, old enough yeah. to see someone. Oh, to come watch on. Over what do you me? think Mimi's on? I mean, Did you ever see the I movie? Think... Someone to watch no, no, over? No, I know the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the movie. So I keep saying, do your hair like that. She said, it's out of style. I said, I don't give a shit. Greta Garbo never changed her hairstyle. Actually, Chad, Chad, Chad. Hey, Chad. Yo. Are you, were you able to get the, um, the trailer off of droppingthesoap.com or not? Was that the second one you sent me? I'm going to watch this. When, where is it, where is it, what's it, what's it hang, doing? Hang on, hang on. Yeah, Where's I got both of them. Here? You got that one, Chad? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have them introduce it. Let's play it so people can see it. But first, tell us when we can see it. At you dropping can see the it on Amazon. When? Yeah, when? you can go to droppingthesoap.com. It's, it's available now. All right, so it's up there. Okay. So hold on, Chad. You have the actual gonna trailer. We're going to play both these clips tonight. because this clip that yeah. I pulled off of, off of Kate's uh, pay, I pulled it off your YouTube page. It's hilarious. Like, do you know the page? The, you have a clip up on your YouTube page. You're in it too. You're both in it. Like, because she's like attacking you, talking about your mustache and how hot you are with your mustache. And like, she's on a horse, riding a horse, grabbing the guy's crotch. Oh, I love it already. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? He was sleeping last night. That was a Doris Day movie. No, no. All right. So, first of all, Chad, you get it ready. Dropping the soap official trailer uh, is what it is on YouTube. I think that's what you're about to show. I hope that's what you're about to show. No, it's you're not dark. showing the porn that John Ryan. It's dark. No, no, no. <laughs> no. This is it. Anyway, so this is it. So you guys introduce it. Ch- Chad says he pulled it. So, Chad, it's the second one, not the one with her on the cowboy exactly. horse. Exactly. I got it. Uh, 
he's got it. Where she grabs his crotch. He's got it. So anyway, you guys, one of you guys announced the, the like, give a little <laughs> intro to the trailer. We're gonna play it for everybody, and then we'll come back. That way, everybody knows what we're talking about. All right. One of you guys has to introduce it. I bet you never saw it. Uh, this is this is the official trailer for Dropping the Soap, now streaming on Amazon Prime and iTunes, Google Play, and a gay streaming service, basically a gay Netflix called Deku. D-E-K-K-O-O. Right. Check it out. I bet you... She isn't dying, Swasan. Don't say that. Not when I can save her. Guys, hold up. I almost had a real tear. The network just hired Olivia Vandersteen. Is that bad? I'm Olivia Vandersteen, and I've been asked by the network to replace the executive producer for Collided Lives. It's a dark time for everyone at Sunview River Falls. You're having people voted off the show? Welcome back. How was your nap? You. Gone. Face cancer. <laughs> Television is changing, and Collided Lives will be changing with it. No! Oh, I'm so glad you're on board. Listen to me, you chubby little muppet. I am Collided Lives. It might as well be called Collided Julians. That's how important I am to this show. I'm your long-lost childhood love detective. Your wife is dying of very rare ear disease, and my brother's head writer. So, you do the math. <laughs> she said they needed eye candy on the show. Candy? Oh, the... My parents have always loved you guys. Don't think about that. Just do it. I didn't know you were coming on the show. Am I coming on the show? I love it. It's so good. There you go. Dropping the soap. Bend over. Daytime. There you go, everybody. So that was the trailer. You guys can see more at droppingthesoap.com, and you can watch the whole series on all those places that he told you before, uh, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Google Play. Netflix. And, De and Deco, De Deku, which I've never heard of Deku, so like that's cool to know since we're Oh, gay. wait, we're on Roku, so we can get your show tonight. I didn't say Roku. Well, they're not on Roku? <laughs> I thought I heard Roku. <laughs> Fuck you, <Jeff. laughs> No, Deku. I've never heard of Deku, oh, Deku. so that's something new. De it's a, it's a gay Deku. streaming service, primarily for gay men, and they were interested in licensing the show. And Oh, and well, I'm, not, we're, I'm not watching some fairy network. What are you, yeah, crazy? Right. <laughs> I, I'm butch and straight. <laughs> Jimmy and I are married. We got married five years ago. We're the first married gay couple to have a, a TV show that hasn't been kicked oh, off. That's awesome. Hasn't, and that we're very open about gayness. And we haven't been kicked off the air yet. So, Kate, why did you change your hair from black to blonde? Better. I just got bored. Honestly, like I kept cutting it and cutting it, and there's really nothing else I can do to cut it. So, I just decided to go blonde. I like the blonde. I don't think I'd like you to talk. You just saw, they just showed her a clip in this, this show, and she's dark in the clip. I That's why I'm see, asking. I can't see the monitor. I know. You, <laughs> you have it fucking facing your face, <laughs> you greedy queen. Anyway, oh. so, why, so okay, so, like, is there going to be a season two for Dropping the Soap, or we don't know yet? Uh, well, we certainly hope so. It depends on if we get the viewership and we raise the funding, but we definitely have the storyline for uh, season two and season three. Just a matter of, you know, getting those eyeballs on the show. And if people want it, we'll do it. We're excited about it. I love it. You got to go to all the prides. That's what you want to do. 
and advertise it at the prides. Where where Jimmy and I are going to be at the Get Out Shat? What is the booth? Get Out Magazine. Get Out Magazine booth this week in New York on Sunday, and we'll mention it to a lot of the gay important people to get the word. Actually, out you know what? Like, well, I have a company. I have a, a PR company. I'm um, called World Star PR, and uh, one my partner in it writes for the Huffington Post. So I'll see if I can get her to like. Uh, introduce you guys right. or somebody from it to represent them and get a, get a write up, get a write up in the Huffington Post. Uh, post he will give you a blowjob, no problem. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and he, she also <laughs> writes for Get Out Magazine, and Get Out Magazine is the only, only magazine, the only left. gay magazine left in New York City. Like, actually, yeah. that's an actual physical magazine that tells you what's going on in New right. York City gay life or whatever. So she writes for both of those. So I'll see if I can hook you guys so up. So it wouldn't be bad if you scrape together <laughs> some nickels and you put a little ad in that magazine. <laughs> Because it's read by all gay people. The, and the gay article people, will go in there, too. You know, I read an article just this morning. It said something about, um, what was it? Somebody's show. And if, if the gays like it, you know everyone's going to like it. So now they're doing that whole routine <laughs> about gay people. That gay people seem to be now the new uh, heads of what's happening. We, we, we saw, oh, no, that's what it was, moving. Neighborhoods, that wasn't a movie. That's true. Yeah, yeah when the gays come to your neighborhood, they make the gardens nice. Yes, nice did, you, and then... did you read that article? It was in one of the Times or some shit, some of the magazine, no, newspapers. It said, uh, straight people are following gay people because the neighborhoods are always the best. So people now say, is it a gay neighborhood? And they say, yes, they say, oh, then we're interested in looking at a house there. So I well, don't think straight people. And he well, I don't... your first. I don't think straight people are worried about us uh, kidnapping their sons and making them gay anymore. So now they're willing to live in our neighborhood. Well, because well, we know. tend to do that on Tuesdays. Yeah. So. No, but listen, you know as well as I do, if a little boy sees a fairy walking down the street, he'll be a fairy the next day. You know that. Oh, actually. They, they just all want to be gay so they can be tortured. <laughs> Murdered. Oh, maybe that's not you in the other clip. No, I like the blonde. No, no, Stay no. blonde. You I'm look blonde. I'm not talking about that. There's a there's a clip that we were like uh, we're gonna play it before this this is up, and and it's uh, it's got the clip, and it was on your YouTube page, Kate, of your like video. You only have like you only have like four videos, but there's a thing where you get on a horse, and the guy from Happily Divorced, uh, is like talking to you, and the guy who's on the horse, which I thought was you, but then there's another guy with a mustache in the. That she's like molesting, who looks probably like probably a different show. It's not a different show. The other they guy don't know what you're talking about. I know about. that's so funny. I have to. Well, there's a scene. There's a scene in Dropping the Soap where she and I are both. I mean, I don't have a beard in the show, so maybe no. you, and you're confused. But there's a scene where we're on the horse. We do a scene with John Michael Higgins. Yeah, that's the guy from that's Apple what Divorce. I we're talking about, but there's no crotch grabbing that I remember. Oh well, she's talking about it. She's talking about. She talks about grabbing your crotch. No, I'm talking about grabbing somebody else's crotch. Yeah, it's when I'm leaving to the producer guy. Oh, and the producer yes. guy, the guy from Happily Divorced. I know that. We should have him on our show. We, I've had the whole. I've had Fran Drescher on. We had uh, Charles uh, Shaughnessy. Charles Shaughnessy. Renee Taylor's a buddy of mine. Lainey Kazan's a buddy of mine. So we've had that whole bunch on, and we should have him on to to talk about Happily Divorced. Oh I gosh. mean, I loved it. You know that you look a little bit without your beard and everything, a little bit, well, even though you have black hair. The guy, what's the guy from Mad TV, Michael, uh, uh, does anybody <laughs> tell you that? Yeah, he gets yeah. yeah, Michael McDonald. You look kind of like like him. And then when she's attaching, she's attacking a guy in a black jacket with a big mustache, and that looked kind of like you too, but he looks even more like Michael McDonald. 
And I don't know who that let is. Say, let but... me say something. The boobs with the dark hair don't play. <laughs> no, serious. She looks like an Italian matron. But with the blonde hair and the boobs, she pops. She's glamorous. Look at how big her boobs are. They're fabulous. She's gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I have the same bra when I do drag. Huge. I'm 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 a, I'm a 38 triple D. Mine are real. Well, oh yeah, his his aren't real. Yeah, but mine could be any size at any time. So how did you guys get involved with this thing? How did you guys get involved to become like the leads of this whole thing? We created it. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I see, I'm an idiot. I yes, didn't even you are. Yes, I'm sorry. You are. I didn't know you created it. That's a good way to do it. So, so you really yeah. have. An incredible thing here by creating this and, and, and getting so many A-list people like attached to it. And from what I've seen, I've only watched three clips, but every clip I've seen is hilarious. Um, so I think you will Jimmy, have... Jimmy, we're watching it tonight in bed. I think you will uh, get the... I think you're going to get what you need from it. I mean, how, how long has it actually been out? A couple of months. March 7th. March 7th, yeah. So, well, I guess that's three months. And yeah, the people that have seen it have loved it. You know, we're a grassroots show. We created it and we got these people involved because they saw the content, read the scripts and wanted to be involved. So we were incredibly lucky. And, you know, it's still an ongoing thing, getting eyeballs on it, getting people to get that groundswell because there's so much content. But we're getting a lot of really awesome feedback. So we're very lucky. Uh, congratulations. You're also lucky because I read again, God only knows where. I never know where I read things. I just read them and forget. <laughs> That Hollywood predicted that comedy is coming in the strongest ever because of ISIS and what's going on in the world. People are so unhappy and so depressed they want to laugh again. During the depression, excuse me, during the, during the Great Depression of the 30s, screwball comedies were the biggest films that everybody wanted to see because they wanted to get away from the depression. And they always did films about multimillionaires with gowns and jewels and all that shit. So now you guys have a window here. Jump on that window. Comedy is back. We want to laugh. We, you know, Donald Trump. You know, people want to laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, and we appreciate getting invited on shows like yours because then people hear about it and get to see it and get to have a laugh. Because I know well, I'm with you. I think I think today, I, I love good comedy. Today we have given you over 4 million people throughout the world. So by now, the end of the week, not by the not end today. of the week, by the end of the week, cause we're all, you know, we, we, we keep, we, we go all over. We're, we're syndicated, like, we're all, syndicated over. all over the place. You can even get our show on your cell phone. That's how ridiculous this is. But anyway, um, now it's up to you to carry the ball. I know. Actually, I'll help you guys. On, I'll, 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 I will because I'd I'll love the Twitter. idea. It's going to be fun. So, so how did it. you guys meet then? Did you yeah, Obviously you knew each other before you like wrote this thing together. Yeah, we did uh, a reading of a play together several years ago, and it was fine, but we hit it off. And then a lot of people were saying, oh, you guys should do something together. And that was sort of before web series was a thing. And we just had a nice chemistry. And, you know, we were trying to figure out how can we write our chemistry. Like, we didn't want to do us as a couple. Um, and so, you know, we, we actually sort of just wrote how we really are. You know, I'm a sassy straight girl with an edge. And, you know, he plays sort of my gay best friend. He's the star of the, of the soap opera. And, um, yeah, it just sort of went from there. We both had a fascination with uh, soap operas. And it's just sort of, like, spiraled. Yeah, and it, we, the, the idea came about a few years ago, actually, initially, when soap operas were getting canceled and people were losing their jobs. And some people were moving out here, like the All My Children cast, because the show was moved out here. And then it was kind of unceremoniously canceled. This is going back a few years. So... 
that's kind of part of what gave us the idea. And then we approached our friend Mandy Fabian, who uh, is the head writer, and we all got together and created this show and started writing the episodes. And people started getting bored, like Jane and Missy and Mimi, these awesome people. Do you have gay writers? They are the writers. No, well, they have more than one writer. You usually have five or six writers. Wait, wait, say you? that again. Say that again, Paul. I said I'm a homo and I'm one of the writers. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, because, you know. Homos, uh, and homos and women only. That's our motto. No, only because married, uh, happily divorced, had several gay writers. Because Fran Drescher was very insistent on that. Because she loved the gay humor. Now, you know, as because well, we're both gay, you know as well as I know that our humor is uh, indigenous to who we are. Nobody else could do gay humor. They've tried it with straight people, and they look like silly little men acting like fairies. But, you know, <laughs> it's time that we act, we cast gay people. I'm up, I'm up. I'm trying to get the part of, of a male Dorothy in the new Golden Girls series they're making, and we're negotiating right now with the writer. And I would be perfect for Dorothy. Is this Stan Zimmerman? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So you know what I'm talking about. And I, I, don't, I mean, I've heard of it, yes, because I, I know some of the people that were involved in a reading, an informal reading that he did. Yes, right. me too. He's, we know that too. He still cares. He still cares. I don't know him, but I am available. Well, oh, okay. Well, I'm an actor. I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm an actor. He's actually coming on the show very soon. He's coming right. on the show because they're having trouble getting anybody willing to pick it up to produce it you because know, and pay for it bullshit. because of the gay content. And so I told him we would help. That's, 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 that's crazy. But yeah, yeah it's called Grace Silver Fox. Right? Well, but see, Will and Grace was straight and gay, and this would be like an all gay, everybody's going to be gay. Well, I guess the, the grandmother would be gay, though. Well, it's like a gay golden girls, right? Yes, a gay, gay golden gay girls. Right. But men, but men, and all gay. I could be Dorothy in a minute. I'm from Brooklyn. I have a New York accent. I look like her. So, Mike, and I'm an actor. <laughs> so, for me, it's a snap. I mean, I could do that part. I could do that part in a minute. But all the gay people throughout America all agreed that Fran Drescher, when she was the nanny, was a drag queen, make believe. Because all of her writing was gay jokes. Did you ever watch the nanny? Well, she was married to a gay man as well. Yes, he's been on the show. No, no, that's happily divorced. I'm talking about the nanny. I'm talking about her real life. Oh, in real life. Oh, sure. He's a very sweet friend. We love him. He's a doll. He's very And the chat room, they're saying... Have you ever met him? No, I don't know. All the people in the chat room are saying all this gay talk makes me very uncomfortable. But they're laughing because they're all gay. So, (laughs) well, then you know what? Listen, I want to I I want to apologize if you're uncomfortable. I just want to say to you, I'm very sorry, and go fuck yourself (laughs) with a dildo. All right, yeah. so here, let's get it out again. I want to yes. make sure everybody's getting the information. So first of all, you guys, you can go to droppingthesoap.com to find out about the series. We definitely want you guys to like start watching it because they need their numbers to increase to make sure that they can have another season. And eventually push you want to get on it. you got to push, push, push. Yeah, push. Share it, share and, it and writing it. reviews, you know, as you guys probably know, writing reviews for us helps. We've got some really great ones, but uh, we could use more. Okay, I'm going to ask my very dear friend Eileen Shapiro, the writer for the Huffington Post, if she would be interested in interviewing you two guys, and then she'll write about it. Huffington Post okay. does all the gay. Okay, she, does all, she writes all gay stuff for gay people. She's a great supporter of the gay community. She's not gay. Oh, great. But she's a supporter of. Is she Jewish? Well, and one of the yes. things that I think is. Are you serious? Her last name's Shapiro. 
Yeah, I'm a hero. I'm just saying. Yes. Eileen Shapiro. She's a Jew and I'm a homo. So. <laughs> It'll work perfect. Um, and also, you know, we also, Jane Lynch obviously is an out actor. I'm an out actor. Jillian Armanante, who is a series regular on the show, plays my assistant Melanie on the show. She's an out actor. So we. We're we out actors. Jimmy and I are out. <laughs> See, I told you, we're the first married couple to have a TV talk show. So hold on, let's go back though. All right, so it's droppingthesoap.com, you guys. So write reviews for it. Go on all the different platforms. So where do they actually leave reviews? If you're a member of IMDb, you can leave Amazon. it on. Oh, okay. Brainwave, quiet. Drew King, who's in our chat room. Drew. Do me a favor, darling. Get this out to all the gay community because you have all that wonderful stuff he does. With he's, he's very, very important fellow with the gay world. He 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 does everything with all these with, with suicide gays and drag queen gay and shit. Drew, <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew, Drew, darling, do it for me as a favor. Get these people out to the gay world. There you oh, go. Oh, thank you and thank you, Drew, in advance. It's Zar Drew on Twitter. Follow him yeah, on Twitter. Zar um, Drew. You guys want to follow at Dropping the Soap and retweet everything that they do so it can reach more people. You guys follow at Paul Witten and Kate Mines. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you guys wrote it. I don't I don't know why I didn't know that. Uh, How could you know it? You don't even know. No, because I wrote the press release for it. So, like, I should have remembered that. I just forgot it. Well, and you want you, we want to get everybody to watch it. It's, it's really, really funny. It's got a great, great, I mean, such a stellar cast for a, for a show that, uh, for a sh for a show that's done produced independently like that, to have like all these A list people on it is such an amazing thing. It really is. Like it's kudos to you. And I also think it's super important because you know, like we had Crystal Chappelle from Venice the series and all the whole cast on, and that's basically what they did. They mm -hmm. wrote their own thing, and 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 we had somebody on a little while ago from the Bay the series, which is another Emmy winning you know soap opera type show. Uh, yeah, we just right. I I know those guys. Yeah, we've had all those people, and basically that's what everybody did, though. They were all actors who wanted to like put together their own projects, and they, like you, they've been very successful. Um, they got a lot of people going with it, and I think, that, you know, nowadays with streaming and everything, that's the way to go. You know, you, you're not going to get cast in the next Angelina Jolie film, maybe until you, you've done more of these things. But if you can get a lot of notice for what you're doing with this, first of all, it'll help your career, it'll help you give a second season, and also showcases your talent the way you want to be showcased as a past as opposed to having to fit somebody else's mold of how you should be acting. Yeah, but that's not true, because Angelina Jolie sent me a script. She wanted me to be her leading man, and I didn't care for the script, yeah, right. so I turned it down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you have such integrity. Yes. I admire that. Well, the scene in... Was I would have done it. I'm a whore. No, yeah, but you see, I, I was supposed to be naked in bed making love to her, and I know her since she's four years old. She's my daughter's best friend. I didn't think that would be good. <laughs> oh. I don't think so. Angie came. We moved to New York. We lived in Beverly Hills, and we moved to New York for a period of years. And we moved back to California. And who walks in my kitchen but Angie Vo Angie Voigt? Then I know her name is Angie Voigt. Angelina Jolie. And I looked at her. I said, "Oh my God! My daughter was a skinny pole, no boobs, a kid, sneakers in a backpack, no boobs and, like you, Katie." And here walks in this Angelina Jolie, 16 years old, stacked with an ass, tits, face, hair. She was magnificent. And I last saw her, she was like seven. I saw, I said, Angie, my God, what happened to you? She said, Mr. Serego, my real name. She said, why? What's the matter? I said, you're a woman. Look at you. She said, well, yeah. And she was so shy. I said, look at Deirdre. Deirdre, do you believe the boobs on her daddy? I said, I don't talk about that. 
So, so we got three pedophile, minutes. Pedophile. We have three minutes left. It. So, are you guys single or married or what do you guys? Claim? I'm married. I'm single. Okay, so oh, we, we gotta can, get we you. Can fix you up in a minute. Yeah, we can fix you up in a minute. Look come, at how come, beautiful his teeth are. Yeah, come to come to Palm. <laughs> I got about I got about five guys for you in Palm Springs, age thirty. Now you guys both, first of all, have beautiful smiles. I mean, your teeth are like blinding. They're so like white. Right. It's really nice. Too bad they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> you take them out at night, brush them with with acid, get them white. <laughs> no, they look really good. So, and the beard thing like works, even though in the show you don't have it. Um, you know who you look a little bit like, though. Do you ever watch Orange Is the New Black? Uh, yes. The the the, the guy who impregnates the the guard in season one. You look a little bit yeah. like him with with the mustache. No, Matt McGorry. I don't know his real no, name. Yeah, I don't think it's so. Matt McGorry. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a compliment. I think he's hot. Uh, you do? Oh, I think he's just okay. You look way better than he does, but I think it's a good look anyway, so it looks good. And uh, so you're married, and is your husband in the business? Yeah, he's a director. Okay. Uh, do you, oh, you imagine being married to a director? Honey, wash well, the dishes. Honey, wash the dishes. No, you're not washing them right. Turn them around. <laughs> That's right. Now get it right now. Nah, he now, doesn't do that because if he does now, that, she put, doesn't put give more, him those boobs. Put more soap. <laughs> put more soap on the dish. <laughs> no, too much no, soap. I was going to say it's the other way around. <laughs> As we established, I'm Jewish. I'm very bossy, so don't worry. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. See my lover? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It makes sense. Too. She's got him, honey. <laughs> I swear, Eileen's the same way. When you meet her, you're going to love Eileen Shapiro. I mean, if that's not Jewish, what is? Yeah. But Eileen, is, is we love her. She's like one of our dearest, probably one of our best, sweetest friends. And she's the same way. I said, Eileen, don't you do anything? She said, I make a lasagna. <laughs> I said, really? She said, yeah. I said, what else? She said, I make a lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> is it from Costco or she makes it from scratch? Uh, she probably does make uh, it. We you know, don't know what? We haven't I, had it. I, her, her very good friend Colin said it's quite delicious, and I thought, why not? You know. Also, she went into a Chinese cooking class once. There you go. So I, I have know. to find out about. We've only that. got one minute, so let's do one more recap. All right, everybody, go to droppingthesoap.com for all the information. Let's follow at Dropping the Soap on Twitter, <laughs> at Paul Witten on Twitter. It's P A U L W I T T E N. At Kate Mines on Twitter. It's K A T E M I N E S. Um, you have an audition later, right, Kate? I do. Good luck on your break audition. A leg, break, break a leg. leg. We hope you do really well. Paul, whatever you're auditioning for, we hope you get it. And we want to make Dropping the Soap the watch show like Frankie and Grace. That's well, right. let's, put, sure. let's, put it, let's, let's put it this way. If you guys are great, you're going to be it's great. Gonna, it is great. It's going to fly. Gonna it's going to fly because we need it. Gay people now are starting to get some... Uh, we have no more time. No, we have oh, no more time. Shit. That's why I said one more minute. I hate this <laughs> fucking show. When, when, when we have shitty guests on. I sit here in agony. I can't wait to get out of here. We're going to get it over with. And then when we have fun guests like you, I, it goes so fast. Why is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does that happen in your life? Anyway... We want to thank you guys. Yes. No, we, what I want to say is gay is in again and gay is back and everybody wants gay. So you have a plus there because we are uh, because of diversity, because of, of, of the situation of blacks now playing in Broadway and white characters. There's no such thing anymore as typecasting. Now, uh, anybody can play anything. So gays uh, are, can play open. We can be openly gay now. We don't have to be uh, 
closet. Yeah, well, and I, I know you guys have. We're off the air, right? No, no, no we're, we're still. We gotta, on. We, but we're gonna be off the air. We're gonna be. Let's, let me say off the air and then stay on for a second. Right. Because we okay. gotta go. We're out of time. Hey, everybody, we want to thanks for tuning in. You guys, hope you had it's a good been time. A joy. We want to thank. Pleasure. We want to thank all our guests: Paul Witten, Kate Mines, Abby Wathen, and Brad Douglas for coming on the show today. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.